Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Angles full review and results show for WWE Elimination Chamber. The event ended nearly five minutes ago, and as you can see behind me, it happened. It finally happened. Ten years in the making. 2011 was the last time that this man, or this man right here, held the WWE Championship. He walked into WrestleMania with that title. And from what we just saw, I mean, you can see the background behind me. The Miz successfully cashing in his Money in the Bank contract, becoming WWE Champion for the first time in 10 years since 2011, defeating Drew McIntyre. And we're going to get into everything that led to that moment. Um, and un, uh, a very familiar face, unfamiliar to the situation helping Miz get there but we're going to get into it um, as I said in a little while let's go over everything that just happened I'm still processing Miz being WWE champion a lot of people were not uh, have not been looking forward to this I have been someone who has <laughs> I um, let me fix this lighting here I don't know why this always happens I am a fan of the Miz not let me rephrase that. I'm a fan of the Miz, but his current work with John Morrison has been so annoying. Him on his own, he's great, and I think that's what we're gonna get uh, to see now. Um, we saw Morrison involved in another story or scenario earlier in the night uh, with the U.S. title. Maybe that's a better fit for him. Maybe they're splitting the two up right now. Um, who knows? We're gonna we're gonna have to see. I guess. For the first time in a long time, I'm excited to see what happens on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. So let's jump into the matches that we had tonight. The first match of the night was the number one contender uh, elimination chamber match for where the winner goes to face Roman Reigns. They kind of made it seem, uh, the commentary team kind of made it seem like, oh, because this match is happening first, later on in the night, Roman's going to get uh, the winner of this match. And I even tweeted it out. I said, Roman... It would be such a heel thing for Roman to come out after this match and, and have that match happen right off the bat. Um, and they kind of made it seem like that wasn't going to happen, but it did. So I was very I was kind of confused there because they didn't really say what was happening. Um, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro start the match. Uh, we have uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, and Baron Corbin in pods. Fantastic. Elimination Chamber match. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, every person that entered gave something to that match. Um, and that is, that's part of the significance, I think, um, of all these superstars who were involved. A lot of people saying that um, this match in particular, um, with the names involved, really shed light on a lot of uh, superstars who a year ago were not in anywhere near a situation like this to be um, maybe going into a world title picture. Uh, so it was really great to see that match take place. Um, Jay Uso, man, really. Wow. I don't know what's going to happen when his brother Jimmy comes back because this guy is just so good as a singles competitor. I mean, he eliminated Kevin Owens and Cesaro. I mean, two major favorites for that match 
I, for one second, I thought he was going to win the whole thing. Um, and it was just, let me tell you, when Cesaro got eliminated, that was like, whew, I know a lot of people were just down on that in that moment. And after Cesaro was eliminated and we ended up going on to see uh, the last two, which was Jey Uso and Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan won that match. He earned his shot for the Universal Championship, which happened right after the Chamber. The Chamber lifted up. Out comes Roman and Heyman. And let me explain to you why this was a better scenario than Cesaro getting that shot. And it's going to make sense because I thought about it before because I really, I was really dead set in my soul. I knew Cesaro was winning this match. He deserves this shot. And here it is. Daniel Bryan is no longer a full-time competitor. He can take a loss any day. He can take a loss for the rest of his career and still be leader of the Yes Movement, Daniel Bryan. He is, that's just who he is. He, he is forever over, regardless of what situation he's in. Cesaro, as of late, is getting a, a some sort of push. He's, he's getting momentum behind him. He's getting wins. They said, I think on, on either on WWE Bump Show they did before, he hasn't lost a singles match since, the, I think, in the last nine months. Singles match. He hasn't lost in nine months, and he's just getting that push and nobody was paying attention to that before i mean this guy was already on a roll but now it's actually being noticed and it's being made significant to the fans if cesaro would have won tonight's elimination chamber goes on to face roman in a minute in a few minute match and loses he also loses his momentum someone like daniel bryan can take that loss and it will build to a story or whatever. But Cesaro, I just, it would have killed any momentum he has right now if he would have taken that quick loss to Roman, just like Daniel Bryan did. Um, we have to think long term here. That's just, it just it makes sense to do it that way. Um, so I, I was happy with Daniel Bryan winning. I would have been happier, you know. I would love to see Cesaro get that that moment, but. From what I just said, like what I just said, it would have killed his momentum. And I'm not saying Barry because that's that's I don't like to use that term anymore because it, it that's it's it's saying someone's buried is just it's a very I think it's very ignorant. It's a one way perspective. So he wasn't nobody was buried here. Um, I just think long term storytelling and long term long term booking. Daniel Bryan can easily take the loss to Roman just like he did, and be fine on Friday Night SmackDown. He could do he can go anywhere from here. If Cesaro would have lost tonight in Daniel Bryan's position, it would have killed some momentum, and you know it would it would have affected what's next for Cesaro, and that I think is a feud with Seth Rollins. Hopefully going into WrestleMania, maybe at Fastlane, who knows? Um, so that's kind of my perspective on that. Um, on the kickoff show, we did see Mustafa Ali versus Elias versus John Morrison versus Ricochet. The winner goes to the United States Championship match. Um, and the, the match that Keith Lee was taken out of, they said due to injury. I'm not exactly sure um, what exactly happened to Keith Lee. No one said anything, um, but he's out due to injury. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp said he didn't even arrive to the arena. He wasn't at the venue, so... We knew Keith Lee was out, um, and I was actually shocked that they announced 
a replacement with a match on the kickoff. It was very, very last minute um, and very non-typical thing of WWE um, because normally they would just take, take Keith Lee out and just make Bobby Lashley versus real. But no, there was a plan in place. And as I said on my pre-show, that plan seemed to be accurate as to what I predicted. Riddle becoming the United States champion. Uh, someone getting distracted, whether it was Keith Lee and, and Bobby Lashley going at it, and then Riddle slips in to get the win. And that's kind of what happened tonight. Uh, Bobby Lashley was taking out uh, John Morrison, who, by the way, John Morrison won that match. Um, and... Uh, yeah, won that match and went into that title match. Took the loss to Riddle um, from MVP's crutch. Bashed it over the back of Bobby Lashley. Um, a lot of people were not happy with this finish, as I saw on Twitter. Um, I would love to know your opinion in the chat. If, if you are watching right now, let me know in the chat uh, what you thought of this finish because... I predicted Matt. Uh, I predicted Riddle winning the United States Championship due to just like a loophole where he just slipped in and got you know got a win and, and grabbed the title and left. That's exactly what we got. Um, I'm happy with it. Um, it opens up Bobby Lashley to a lot, a lot bigger things um, going forward. And as I said also on the pre-show, I think Bobby Lashley uh, having one of the most significant reigns. In all of the titles in WWE currently, um, and they said during during his entrance that he he's been the longest reigning United States champion in the last six years. I think Sheamus was the last. So Bobby Lashley really making the United States champion championship title relevant. Um, it just be one of the most dominant superstars in all of WWE. So uh, Lashley taking the loss tonight. Actually, Lashley didn't take the loss tonight. He lost the title, but did not take the pinfall or submission. So Riddle getting a win over uh, John Morrison, that's obviously going to lead to a rematch for that title um, between Lashley and Riddle, and then hopefully maybe a storyline between Riddle and John Morrison. Um, but a lot of people were speculating that maybe Keith Lee was supposed to win that match. I don't think so. I think it was always supposed to be Riddle. Um, Riddle just getting that surprise win, it would have either been over Bobby Lashley or Keith Lee, most, most likely Keith Lee. Um, because they've been building to this US, U.S. title run for a while now. Just like I said in the pre-show, getting beat down by Lashley every week, getting beat by, beat down and beat by uh, Keith Lee on Raw. So it just made sense that Riddle you know, was the underdog going in, into the story and ultimately became the United States champion, which is exactly what happened. So I'm happy with uh, this direction because I also said, um, you know, if Bobby Lashley was to win, the match tonight, whether it was Riddle and Keith Lee or Riddle and John Morrison, who else is left on the roster for him to face for the U the U.S. title? I mean, this this just opens up new opportunities for stars and new storylines. So now, we, like I said, Riddle can go against John Morrison. Riddle can go against uh, Jeff Hardy. Riddle can go against Randy Orton or Sheamus or AJ or Kofi or anybody else on the roster. This just opens up a lot more opportunity. And uh, creates new storylines going forward into Fastlane and into uh, WrestleMania. Uh, we had the Women's Tag Team Championship match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeating uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. This match, I was just very confused because Reg Reginald got involved. 
like he has been over the last few weeks. Ultimately costing Sasha Banks the match. Sasha took the loss to Nia Jax from Simone, Simone Drop. Um, I knew, or we all knew that they were going to, Sasha and, and Bianca were going to lose. Um, there was no heel turn at the end of the match, um, which was shocking in a sense, because they just like ended the match and it was over. Like that was it. Like what was the point of what was the point of this match? It was this match was just to fill the card because there was no matches on the card, especially women's matches. I mean, this is the first time in a few years that we didn't even get a women's elimination chamber match. Um, so I'm just I don't know. This match just really was a filler, in my opinion. Um, I thought the whole point of this match was to have Bianca and Sasha lose. Sasha turn on Bianca, and then this leads to Bianca choosing Sasha for WrestleMania. It just that would have made sense, but no, Reggie got involved. Now it gets me thinking: like, is Carmella going to be involved in this WrestleMania match? Is is Carmella like how many times is Carmella going to get the opportunity for the SmackDown Women's Championship and lose? I mean, at one point she has to win it if she's going to get another shot. So what is the point of this whole thing? Does Sasha turn heel and then have Reggie as her like sommelier, and now it's like? Reggie's with Sasha and against I, I there's just so many like there's so many directions where this can go and a lot of them just have question marks because I'm just very confused I know if I'm confused a lot of other WWE uh, fans or wrestling fans are going to be confused as well Nia Jax Shayna Baszler retaining the women's uh, tag team championship tonight at Elimination Chamber ultimately just closing I guess the story of Bianca and, and, Sa- and Sasha becoming women's tag team champions. We had, um, let's see what else we had on the card. We talked about uh, the chamber match, the women's tag match, the, the kickoff, United States title. Yeah, so um, I, I have to make just, I have to make a comment about this because I see it a lot all the time and it just, it's something I just have to, I have to just make the point. The IWC, the rest, internet wrestling community, we get a lot of, a lot of uh, hate and a lot of just people don't like us. <laughs> they don't like the IWC, and for good reason too. I just think that a lot of people in the IWC give our community a bad name. They're very negative. They're very rude, um, and they think just because if they tweet something at somebody. Um, they can just say whatever they want, and I don't know. It just it sometimes it sometimes it's just some comments rubbing the wrong way, and honestly, I'm I was trying to have fun this entire night, uh, with this event because it did seem a little down to me. I don't know why. Just everybody, it just felt like very like low energy tonight, and I was trying to have fun with it and tweet out some things, and you know they never WWE may have canceled the Oscar Women's Championship match, um. That was, on in my opinion, that was a stupid decision. That was not the right call. They should have had a match with Asuka, have Lacey pick a replacement. You know, if she actually is pregnant or if she's not. Now people are speculating she's not pregnant. It's just a work. Meanwhile, reports are saying she's actually she actually is pregnant. WWE has not confirmed anything. So this whole story is up in the air. Um, I said in the pre-show, I would have loved to see Lacey replace herself with Peyton and then Asuka gets a win over Payne. I just think this whole this whole this whole thing was just tarnished by not having it featured on the pay-per-view tonight. Um, even if we got like 
a tag match. Like if it was like Charlotte and Asuka versus Peyton and somebody like anything would have been better just to keep the story relevant going into Monday Night Raw. Like I, I just I'm very confused as to what they're doing with Asuka and the Raw Women's Championship. Um, she is holding Becky's title. That's that that's what it is. Um, Asuka is one of the best women on the entire roster. This has nothing to do with her. It's completely WWE creative and WWE booking. They are just not doing anything correctly with Asuka. You know, if you look back to Asuka and NXT, I, I just there's nothing that can compare to that title run or her overall run in NXT. I don't know what they're doing with her right now. She barely she barely competes. She barely she she even barely puts the title on the line. And it's not her. It's the creative. Um and it's tarnishing her career, and it's also tarnishing the Raw Women's Championship. Um, so I, I just, I'm very confused. As a lot of people are saying that there was a, there was an announcement that her match was canceled tonight. I didn't see or hear anything like that, which is why I tweeted out. Maybe if they are saving this, the Oscar match for the main event after the WWE title elimination chamber, maybe it's gonna be like a huge main event. Maybe it's like Ronda Rousey coming back. Or I even said maybe what if it's Becky Lynch? Like I don't know. I don't they didn't say anything. They didn't give any details. They just left it for us to think. Um and like people came at me for saying like oh Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey this IWC crap. Um I guess people <laughs> didn't like that comment. I mean it wasn't I didn't say that Becky's coming back or Oscar's I mean or Ronda Rousey's coming back. I said <coughs> excuse me. I said what if what if someone comes out and challenges Oscar? Like if they're saving her for the main event, it's gotta be something big that's that's gonna be the main event. It's not gonna be like Oscar versus Peyton Royce in the main event of the chamber of the elimination chamber when they just finished the WWE title chamber match. Like that wouldn't make any sense. So it would have to be someone huge returning or, or something like Ronda Rousey or Becky Lynch coming back. I didn't say that it's going to be one of those, and I expect that to happen. She just had she just gave birth in December. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, is there a possibility? Maybe. Is it possible? Maybe. Didn't say it was going to happen, though. Didn't even say that I wanted it to happen. I just threw out some scenarios just to have fun with the whole idea of there's so many different possibilities and just, you know, to get people's minds thinking you know that that was the whole point so if you didn't like that comment i mean like that wasn't you completely just pulled a full iwc moment and that's a new thing i'm going to start doing like these iwc moments where people someone called me that someone said no i I, let me pull it up because it actually i just want i I have to pull it up someone pretty much called me stupid because i put that tweet out (laughs) which is actually kind of funny I don't know. I'm not gonna find it right now. It's it, that that person is is. It doesn't matter. Basically, someone said I'm not very bright. If I think that that if Becky Lynch is gonna come back, and I said I didn't say she was gonna come back. I said what if she comes back? I mean, it's just I'm throwing out scenarios. Like I don't know what you're doing for the wrestling community, but I'm just you know I'm I'm just throwing out some ideas and some potential whatever just to see you know just thinking out loud on thinking physically on Twitter. That that's all that was. It wasn't anything. Um, so I think honestly, the IWC needs to, uh, loosen the stick a little bit and chill and have fun and let's and you enjoy these events, enjoy the pay-per-views. It doesn't have to be all negative. It doesn't have to be all nonsense and it doesn't have to be all rude either. I mean, people can be very vicious on social media. We all know that, but like, 
just think one comment can change some someone's you know life or, or or mind or just can really affect them so just try to be nicer i mean like your one your one mean or rude comment or unnecessary comment toxic comment negative comment whatever you want to call it gives us the IWC a bad name we need to you know be more positive and be more uh we need to be better you know just i don't know i just I don't know. I think that the IWC just needs to take a chill pill sometimes and really focus on the wrestling and let's enjoy it. Like pro wrestling, we just had two great elimination chamber matches. Despite what you think about the pay-per-view, both chamber matches were phenomenal. When was the last year that we could say all the chamber matches on the card were absolutely incredible? I don't know, especially during a pandemic. Come on, people. So the last match on the card, we had the WWE Championship uh, elimination chamber match. Drew McIntyre defending against Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. I predicted a whole lot of stuff on the pre-show for this match, and I don't really think any of it came true, uh, which I'm glad about because it just it, it's fun for me to just you know see see what happens and and, and kind of go through the motions with this match. Drew was in a pod, Sheamus was in a pod, uh, Kofi was in a pod, and AJ was in a pod. Right? Yeah. And we started with uh, Hardy and Orton. Yeah. Uh, Kofi went way further than I think than I thought he was going to go. Hardy went way farther than I thought he was going to go. Um, Randy Orton was the first one eliminated quite, quite quickly. I mean, he was, you know, even on the gauntlet match, he was out. It's like they're just using him for his name at this point, And then it's like in and out. He's like just I'm not sure what they're doing. They're trying to probably you know salvage him for the uh fiend alexa bliss storyline i don't know what is going on um he was first eliminated like i said kofi and hardy really going a long way in this match you know having some great spots kofi coming in at the last second really just you know this guy you, you can put him in the last second and he's ready to go it's just tonight kofi proved again once again that he is uh, one of the best on the roster, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, AJ Styles putting on a great showing. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, we we kind of knew where this was going to go. We knew, you know, with the build to them, this was going to be a moment for them. Um, and that's pretty much what we got. Uh, the last two in the match it came down to Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles. AJ going for the phenomenal form, and as he's coming down off the rope, Drew McIntyre hits a claymore, one, two, three. The match is over. Drew McIntyre retains his, at the time, WWE Championship. And the chamber starts going up. And we know something is going to happen because why would the chamber just go up immediately if something was not going to happen? Normally, if if that was how it's going to end, he's going to hold the title up in the chamber, get some pictures, and then go off the air. Because the chamber started going up, we knew something was happening. Now, in the earlier in the night, we saw backstage Miz talking to MVP. Somebody, a lot of people were speculating maybe uh, MVP traded. This is this is I'm, this is not what I'm saying. People actually tweeted me this. Maybe MVP traded the Raw Tag Team Championships for Miz's Money in the Bank, which would make Miz and Morrison the Raw Tag Team Champions, and then give the Hurt Business the Money in the Bank contract. Someone also said, what if uh, MVP bought the the uh, Money in the Bank contract from uh, Miz? 
that was kind of the option I was thinking too when I saw that. I was like, oh, maybe you know something's gonna happen with with them, and then because Lashley just lost his United States Championship, maybe that Money in the Bank contract is gonna go to him. Chamber comes up, Drew's holding the title up, barely can stand, barely functioning. Lashley comes out, spears him, and I'm like, wow, we're gonna get new WWE champion Bobby Lashley right now. Uh, Lashley just beating the hell out of McIntyre in and out of the ring, just throwing him around like a rag doll. Miz's music hits. I'm confused at this point because what does the Hurt Business get out of helping Miz become WWE Champion? I guess we have to wait and see. Um, if it was money, if it was a shot for the WWE Championship, who knows? Bobby Lashley destroyed Drew McIntyre. Miz's music hits, comes out, uh, hits a DDT, does not take a fall. Drew McIntyre was not going down like that. Picks him up. Skull crushing, uh, skull crushing finale. One, two, three. Misses WWE champion. It's been 11 years. 2011. Big moment. Um, by the way, Miz catching in for a second time, becoming WWE champion for the second time. Same fashion. First time on Randy Orton in 2011. This time over Drew McIntyre. A lot of fans not happy with it. A lot of fans uh, just not, I don't know. I am happy that Miz is WWE Champion again. Am I happy the way it went down? I'm not sure yet. Still processing. Um, I predicted that Drew McIntyre was going to walk into WrestleMania with the WWE title. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Um, we know currently that Miz is in a storyline with Bad Bunny. And I tweeted out earlier before the Miz even cashed in the contract. And I said, Miz is feuding with Bad Bunny. Now, if Miz cashes in and becomes WWE champion, does that like, does that storyline get dropped? Or is, like, is Bad Bunny now featured in a WWE championship match? Or now does Damian Priest get involved with the WWE championship because Miz is champion? There's a lot of different scenarios that can be uh, played here. Um I don't even know which one is going to happen. I have no idea. Like I said at the beginning of the show, the first time in a long time we're going to have to tune into Monday Night Raw. I'm excited to tune into Monday Night Raw tomorrow to see what exactly is going to happen. Um, so let's go over the card one more time from top to bottom. John Morrison wins a fatal four-way match to qualify for the U.S. title match during the show on the kickoff show. We start off the night with the SmackDown Elimination Chamber match. Uh, which is won by Daniel Bryan, who then goes on to face Roman Reigns for the WWE cha uh, for the WWE Universal Championship, uh, and Reigns chokes him out. After that match, probably one of the most significant parts of the entire night, and I and I left this out when I talked about the match on purpose. I wanted to talk about it at the end of the show. Out of nowhere, Ed, uh, Roman's holding the title up, spear by Edge. We knew this was going to happen because he speared. He speared Edge at the end of Friday Night SmackDown. Um, Edge points to the sign. It gets in Roman's face on the ground and basically says, I want you. I want you Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Ah. Edge stands up, points at the title, looks at Roman, and points to the sign. We get a pyro and everything around the WrestleMania sign. Just like Edge, just like when Edge won the Raw Rumble. It was a great moment. Um, so it's official. The main event of WrestleMania 37 Roman Reigns will be defending his Universal Heavyweight Championship against the Rated-R Superstar. 
number one to tw- number one to the one in the 2021 Royal Rumble match. Edge, Edge versus Roman, Spear versus Spear for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 37 at Raymond James Stadium. I'm excited for this match. This has got marquee written all over it. Um, Edge looks to be in the best shape of his entire life. He came out, all the veins in his arms, he looked pumped. He was ready. He looks better than he's ever looked. Uh, and this is this is just a crazy moment because now we have Edge competing in a world championship match at WrestleMania and Miz is WWE champion. I'm looking back 10 years ago. This is exactly what we had in 2011. Edge was the world heavyweight champion. Uh, right before he retired, he was at WrestleMania, defeated Alberto Del Rio. Miz walked into same that same WrestleMania as the WWE champion and faced John Cena, same the same one that The Rock hosted. History repeats itself, my friends, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to have Edge back. I'm excited to have Miz as WWE champion. Um, what's kind of crazy too that is now now that Miz is WWE champion, uh, what if Edge was like, hey, you know, what? actually, I want to face Miz because they had that segment on Monday Night Raw a few weeks back where Miz basically told Edge exactly what he was going to do, um, which is what happened tonight. New WWE champion, Miz. New WWE champion, Miz. Let that let, let that sink in. The new WWE champion after 2021's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, Mike the Miz Mizanin. This is crazy. It's crazy to me. Just like I said, 10 years ago, Miz was WWE champion. Edge was in a world championship match. And it's happening all over again. I'm excited for it. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, to the pre-show before, the pre-show prediction show, and now this show, the full review and results show for this year's uh, WWE Elimination Chamber, 2021 Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. A lot of great stuff happened tonight, despite what you think. Uh, this is good for WWE and for WrestleMania. I'm excited to see what happens. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe down below. Uh, I am on my way to 300 subscribers right here on YouTube. You can follow me on all social media platforms. You can see at the bottom of the screen here, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's at The Angle Radio. On TikTok and here on YouTube is The Angle Podcast. Um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope you enjoyed uh, WWE Elimination Chamber this year. Like I said, both uh, phenomenal chamber matches. And uh, it's only up from here. I'm excited for WrestleMania. We're finally on the road to WrestleMania. We have one match announced, Edge versus Rand- uh, Edge versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. Stay positive. Uh, be nice. Be kind. Be better. And I will see you tomorrow night right here. Same, uh, same place, different time. After Monday Night Raw. We're going to have the Angles live dive, jumping into everything about Monday Night Raw. I'm sure we're going to have one heck of a night tomorrow. So like I said, stay tuned for that. Another big interview being released this week. I'm not going to tell you who it is right now um, or actually who it who it is right now because it's more than one person. I'm going to leave it at that. There's two people being featured in an interview this week. I'm excited to release that one. Um, but until then, you can check out my latest interview. That is with the TNA World Heavyweight Champion Moose. Um, and a lot of other great interviews and, and shows on this channel, like I said, at The Angle um, the angle Podcast right here on YouTube. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Like, subscribe down below. I will see you tomorrow night. 
Monday Night Raw. I hope you enjoyed tonight's Elimination Chamber. Have a good night. Stay safe. And just be better than you were today. Thank you.